Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome aboard. You're tuned to America's most popular radio travel show. This just came across the wire yesterday. Two Air India pilots have been suspended from the airline after they left an Airbus carrying 166 passengers uh, from Bangkok to New Delhi to take naps in business class. Who did they leave in the cockpit? Two air hostesses. They spent a few minutes showing them how to do it, and then they put it on autopilot and left. Yeah. I'm Rudy Maxa, your genial travel radio show host, a.k.a. The Savvy Traveler. I'd like to extend a warm welcome to the newest station to join what uh, the ever-growing family of stations. You've heard, if you've been listening the last, well, seven or eight weeks, it seems like every week we're welcoming a new station or two. I don't know what's going on. Spring fever. This weekend, it's News Talk 93 WKCT, broadcasting in Bowling Green, Kentucky, beginning this weekend, just in time for the Kentucky Derby. WKCT broadcasts the show Sunday night, 6 to 8, a little late in the Kentucky Derby. Uh, as a guy who used to live in Kentucky as a boy, that would be me. I'm delighted to hear from, uh, to be heard uh, on, on uh, WKCT from Elizabethtown to Nashville. News Talk 93, WKCT began broadcasting in 1947. It's been owned by the same family, the Gaineses, ever since. Bowling Green's the third most populous city in Kentucky, and the state's second largest university is there. That's Western Kentucky University. It tells you something about the lifestyle in Bowling Green to know the city boasts seven golf courses. I bet none of them are covered with snow, like many of the golf courses right here in Minnesota from where I broadcast today. Yes, snow. Yes, it's May. And one more piece of house business. If you're listening to this show today on XM Radio, please note that XM is moving some stations around beginning next weekend. You'll find us on Extreme Talk Channel 243. That's 243 starting next weekend. I'm not really sure this show qualifies as extreme talk, but I suppose the folks at XM know how to do those things. To repeat, beginning next weekend on the nationwide satellite channel XM Radio, you'll find this show at channel 143 at 10.06 a.m. Eastern Time. Okay, on the menu today, it is indeed Kentucky Derby weekend, and I if uh, if uh, and I, I know that you know many of our stations time shift this show to Saturday evening or on Sunday. And if that's your case, well, you know the rest of the story, as the late Paul Harvey used to say. But there's still two more thoroughbred horse uh, stakes race to come, races to come. And turf writer Teresa Gennaro uh, joins me in a couple of minutes to explain how you two could become a rail bird at those races. She can also explain to me what a rail bird is. Our old friend Scott McCartney of the Wall Street Journal joins to reveal which cities this summer are commanding the highest airfares and which are bargains. And have you ever thought about how far some expensive bottled waters have to travel to reach you, like from France and Fiji? Well, Philippe Lejuni knows water, and he's going to explain. And romantic travel expert Susan Breslow-Sardone names the Caribbean islands that make it easy for you to stage a wedding because the rules are different every, everywhere. And some Caribbean islands uh, will give you a license in about 10 minutes, and others will make you wait 10 weeks. And why are so many air shows in the U.S. being canceled this summer? We'll answer that question toward the end of the hour. It's all coming up. First, a quick look at travel news this week. American and Delta Airlines this week matched United and U.S. Airways' recent decisions to raise ticket change fees from $150 to $200. Why don't they just raise it to $160? They have to do $50 gulps? My goodness. What this means is that all the legacy carriers are marching in lockstep on this one now. American does offer slightly higher-priced tickets called Choice Essential and Choice Plus that 
don't incur change fees and permit no-fee check bags and priority boarding. So far, Southwest has held back and still does not charge a ticket change fee, though the airline plans to charge passengers a no-show fee if they fail to cancel a flight before it departs. And the rest of the passenger's itinerary will also be canceled on Southwest if you don't get that first flight. But it's interesting. The legacy carriers, those are Delta, United, U.S. Airways. Um, the legacy carrier's change fee of $200 now exceeds the average one-way fare on Southwest, which last year was $147. You remember those wave of TV commercials by Southwest bragging that it doesn't charge baggage fees? Well, I bet we'll see a round of spots noting that Southwest's... Uh, uh, charge for changing a ticket is zero dollars compared to two hundred dollars everywhere else well i don't know what i don't know what wrong down in dublin georgia but normally this is the weekend of the summer redneck games there what goes on during the redneck games you ask well good question how about bobbins for pig's feet the mud pit belly flop the armpit serenade contest lovely the hubcap hurl and of course the watermelon seed spinning competition but the games were canceled this reason uh, this year uh, i couldn't find out the reason nobody to call down there they started in 1996 as a way to raise money for charity. It's no coincidence, I suppose, that was the same year the Summer Olympics were held in Atlanta. But Dublin, Georgia may have been the first place anyone launched a horseshoe competition using toilet seats. We can only hope the Redneck Games return next summer. Meanwhile, there are higher stakes at, uh, this weekend at the Kentucky Derby. If you don't happen to be in the millionaire's row for the race, fear not. You still have a few more big ones to see. Teresa Gennaro writes about horse racing for a number of outlets, including her own blog, brooklynbackstretch.com, all one word. I was looking at it this week, and uh, if you go there now, you'll see her examination of the names of some of the winners of the Kentucky Derby, many that don't suggest that horse had a chance. Teresa, nice to have you on the show. Is Louisville in the groove for the uh, race today? It is. It is. I'm actually watching from New York uh, for this Kentucky Derby, but um, Louisville is indeed in the groove, although I think a lot of spirits are being dampened this morning by a deluge that's hitting uh, Churchill Downs as we speak. Oh, no. Is it? And they run in any weather, don't they? They run in, in almost any weather. It takes a lot for a race to be canceled. Um, it would only be canceled not in the case of discomfort, but in the case of threat to safety uh, for the humans or the horses. Uh, it seems like that's unlikely to happen. I think it just has the potential to be a fairly unpleasant day. And the, the the race begins what at like six twenty four Eastern. Six twenty four is Saturday post evening? time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, six twenty four is post time. Now, now if there's a deluge this morning, there must be a lot of betters who might be changing bets. I mean, that's got to it's got to change the odds on some horses, wouldn't it? Yes, absolutely. And this this rainy forecast has been uh, on the radar, literally and figuratively, for the past few days. So I think that most serious handicappers have been taking that into account. Um, as we all know, both handicapping and weather forecasting are not exactly the most reliable sciences. So they're probably looking at a variety of scenarios, but certainly horses that have performed well in, in the slop or the mud prior to this or who have um, a pedigree that suggests that they would do well on an off track are, are going to be popular this afternoon. All right, we have a, such a short time to talk, uh, Teresa. Okay, I've missed this Kentucky Derby. Apparently you have as well. Um, the two other big ones that are coming up, how does one become a uh, – can, can anybody go to these? Or are they all sold out and it's impossible to get tickets? No, not at all. Um, it's one of the nice things about horse racing. It can, can accommodate literally tens of thousands of people at a variety of price points. So uh, the, at the Preakness, you can get a, a pretty reasonably priced ticket. I think it's about $50 to go in the infield. You're not going to see much of the races. You'll be watching them mostly on a screen. But there's live music throughout. There are beer specials. There are different kind of festival atmospheres. And Belmont Park has a huge backyard, and you can get into Belmont for a very reasonably priced general admission fee. You get here early. You bring some chairs or a blanket and you spread out back there or you can grab um, a bench right literally on the rail 
um, for, you know, no more than about 20 or $25. Really? We only literally have 10 seconds left, Teresa. So you go to the website of the, uh, of the sponsoring uh, race course? Indeed, yes. All right. Um, and I would also suggest you prep yourself before you go by reading Teresa's blog. Let me give it to you again. It's brooklynbackstretch.com. Teresa, thanks for joining us. Have a great race today. Thanks. My pleasure. And may you enjoy the Kentucky Derby today. Uh, remember, we're coming to you live Saturday morning, so the show's uh, um, time-shifted where you are. You'll understand. Be right back. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Did you know that our loyal sponsor, Travel Guard, is a leading provider of travel insurance plans? When you buy a plan, it comes with 24-hour travel assistance. It's a true lifeline when you're away from home. Help during travel delays, medical emergencies, and with lost or stolen baggage are just some of what Travel Guard provides. Choose from several affordable and comprehensive plans. Travel more and worry less. Visit TravelGuard.com or RudyMaxa.com. Coverage limited by the terms and condition of the policy and may not be available in all states. Underwritten by National Union and Fire Insurance Company in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Non-insurance services provided by Travel Guard Group Incorporated. With over a million products, Granger's your one-stop shop to help keep your facility running. And no one has more of the best brands. Like GE, Granger is America's largest industrial distributor of GE lighting products, including LEDs, which use up to 80% less energy. The brands you want, the products you need, the good-looking radio guy you love to hear. Okay, I added that part. So call, visit a branch, or click Granger.com slash GE lighting today. Granger for the ones who get it done. I will never forget the day my son Jeremy told me he hated me and slammed the door in my face. I'm behavioral therapist Janet Lehman. Behavior problems can turn the child you love and your life into a nightmare. That's why my husband James and I created the Total Transformation, the step-by-step program that shows you how to fix the worst behavior problems and get your child to respect and listen to you again. No matter what the behavior, defiance, backtalk, angry outbursts, disrespect, we can help you stop it. Now you can get the total transformation for free. All you need to do is get the program and let us know how it works for you. You can keep it forever for free. Limited number of free programs available. Call now. 1-800-458-1033. 1-800-458-1033. That's 1-800-458-1033. 1-800-458-1033. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. It's 18 minutes after the hour, and this segment of Rudy Max's World is brought to you by our friends at Travel Guard, a leading provider of travel insurance plans. Whatever your travel needs, you can choose from several affordable and comprehensive plans by going to TravelGuard.com. Travel more and worry less is the way they put it at TravelGuard.com. Coverage is limited by the terms and condition of the policy and may not be available in all states. It is, as I said, 18 minutes after the hour, and one of the good things about waking up Thursday morning, at least in my house is that I could get the Wall Street Journal. I get the Wall Street Journal delivered right to my doorstep, and I can always count on an interesting piece by Scott McCartney. He writes the regular column called The Middle Seat. And uh, though I noticed this Thursday it wasn't called The Middle Seat, Scott, have we dropped that title? 
Uh, no, if you look inside, it had the middle seat tag on it. Um, because it was the top story on the page, they don't. Um, I'm they don't looking wanna... inside, Scott. It's not there. Yeah, yeah it's a little, little pinky there. Uh, I'm but, looking um, at it. I don't want to distract. Right oh, there it is. I see. It's inset into the paragraph there. I see. Okay. Yeah. It's called yeah. The Middle Seat. It's there every Thursday. And Scott keeps has just an interesting range of pieces all the time. And this week's was called The Best Places to Fly This Summer. And what he did was he took a look at which U.S. destinations and some overseas are cheaper, actually, than uh, they have been traditionally and some that are more expensive. And I thought uh, what he found out was surprising. He's also got some advice on when you might want to buy tickets if you're traveling this summer. Anyway, Scott, welcome back to the show. Nice to have you here. It's great to be with you, Rudy. Well, generally speaking, generally speaking, um, I was sort of surprised because in your second paragraph you said airline ticket prices for summer travel to Tampa, New York, Denver, and Washington have, have fallen uh, after big increases. I mean, not, not that they haven't been increasing over the last couple of years, but I was surprised. Those are fairly popular places to visit, particularly New York and Denver and D.C. in the summer, I think. What's, why would they drop? Yeah, I'm quite surprised. Um, I, think the, I think the main reason they've dropped is that uh, there's been a shift in demand. Uh, well, well, first, demand is soft um, to begin with, but um, there's been this significant shift uh, in, in uh, demand for tickets to Europe, to Latin America, to the Caribbean, and that's taken away from the demand for popular U.S. destinations for summer travel. Um, so we've seen prices go up on, uh, uh, for flights to, uh, to Europe in particular, um, up about 6%. Um, and if you look at the total number of tickets sold, it's about the same as last year. Um, it's just that it's down 3% for domestic travel and up 6% for Europe, up uh, uh, another 3% for Latin America. And you look around the world and uh, people are just going farther, and that's uh, changing the pricing equation for airlines. Apparently, the one place that's still a bargain in Europe is Ireland because of the addition of a few flights a day now. Yeah, that's uh, Ireland capacity this summer to Ireland is actually going to be up about uh, 20%. Um, Americans added a flight from daily flight from New York, uh, United, Aer Lingus, uh, and U.S. Airways have all added uh, trips across uh, to Ireland. Um, so we've seen uh, uh, prices a lot cheaper to Ireland than to, say, London, Paris, or Frankfurt. Uh, let me quote from your piece. You said uh, round-trip tickets between New York and Dublin cost less than $1,100 on Aer Lingus and American, whereas it's going to cost you another hundred, an extra $163 to fly to New York from from New York to London on, say, Virgin Atlantic. And, and Paris from New York this summer is about, well, $1,400, let's call it $1,500. That, uh, that's right, gotten pretty average. pricey. Yeah, yeah no, and that's the average, right. Pricey. That's the average, and, and, you know, those are likely to go up as we get closer to summer. Well, that was one of the pieces of advice you had in your piece, is you might want to buy now if you know where you want to be then. I, I think that's right. I think uh, this, this demand um, blip that, that we're seeing uh, really could evaporate pretty quickly, um, that uh, uh, airlines are counting on uh, full planes this summer. I think that's um, quite likely. Um, they think demand is, is really going to be good. Uh, and so, you know, it's uh, if you want to find some deals and you are going to travel domestically, I really think it pays this year to, to book early. And you quoted an analysis from Kayak, Kayak.com. By the way, my guest is Scott McCartney. He's the middle. He's the uh, regular columnist on Thursdays uh, on travel. His column is called The Middle Seat. Pick it up in the Wall Street Journal or go online to WSJ.com every Thursday and you can read him. You quote an analysis from Kayak that said, the best time last year, this is last year, to buy a domestic ticket 
was 21 to 35 days before departure, which is okay. I mean, it's still a long time for some people, a whole month before. But this surprised me. Within three months before departure by international... Oh, within three months. Okay, yeah, so not, not three, three months. Right, right. It's within three months. Um, international tickets typically follow a pattern of... Uh, airlines actually start fairly high with their, with their cheapest coach prices, uh, way out. So if you're, if you're one of those people who says, okay, I'm going to book 11 months ahead of time, uh, and that's a good strategy for frequent flyer seats, not so good if you're paying cash for the ticket. Um, so they start high with great expectations. Um, they uh, almost invariably always come down some. Uh, and then ultimately, as you get closer to the end, they go up. Uh, so, I, you know, last year they found the cheapest prices were within three months. Um, I think, it, you know, certainly you can narrow that window down and say, obviously, you're not going to get the cheapest price three weeks before departure on okay. an international ticket. And I think if you're, if you're looking two to three months out, that's typically the sweet spot. And and the second component of many people's travel, of course, is lodging. And you say that uh, hotel rates have gone up. And you quoted, uh, uh, you said in, in Napa Valley in Paris that hotel rates are up. Some hotel rates are up thirty-seven percent, according to Orbitz. Again, that's an enormous jump. Yeah, it's uh, and and those are you know those are small markets that can be influenced by uh, you know significant number of bookings this year versus last or or the other way around. Um, but in general, if you look at broader statistics, ho- hotel rates are up. Hotels had a very good summer last year, um, uh, particularly in Europe, apparently, uh, where you know you would think because of um, multiple economic uh, difficulties in several countries that uh, that that uh, demand would be down in Europe. That wasn't the case last year. Hotels did very well, and they're anticipating that this year by uh, keeping their prices high. Uh, right from the start of the of the booking season, so um, kind of across the board, uh, hotel rates uh, may well wipe out uh, any savings that you that you can get in your airfare. And what's with the home of the National Baseball Hall of Fame, Cooper's Cooperstown, <laughs> New York? What is, hotel rates up thirty percent? What's going on there? You know, that's a particular surprise because the baseball writers couldn't find a player worthy of induction this this year. <laughs> so, so, so I don't think there's going to be a big ceremony unless there's a sudden demand for uh, for for this unique circumstance. But uh, maybe I don't with know. no new maybe heroes, it, people want to go look at the old ones. You know? Yeah, that could be. That could be. Um, uh, you know, it's a. It's a great place to visit, and, uh, you know, it just may be that uh, uh, Cooperstown's putting together some more events or doing things to drum up business since uh, this is not an induction ceremony, and, uh, and that's reflected in uh, heavier bookings already. I was surprised to see, I mean, it's a modest decline, 3%, but Honolulu, I, I thought those, I've never been on a flight to Hawaii that wasn't full. I'm surprised there's any, any downward push on those fares. Yeah, uh, the Hawaiian market is really interesting. Um, Hawaiian Airlines has been expanding um, tremendously, uh, including adding a flight from uh, nonstop from New York to uh, to Honolulu. Um, they're they're code sharing with JetBlue in New York. They're they're really uh, uh, penetrating in a lot of mainline markets, as are others. And then you have uh, discounters like Allegiant um, with with flights into Honolulu. Um, Allegiant so flies to Honolulu. Yeah, yeah. From where? From uh, Las Vegas. I didn't know that. Okay. And so, um, so you end up with um, uh, there's more capacity going in there. There's uh, more downward pressure. Honolulu has actually become, if you're going to Asia, 
uh, a very interesting connecting hub uh, because Hawaiian uh, flies to um, a, a lot of destinations beyond Honolulu in Asia. Uh, and you could put together trips with uh, Alaska, for example, flies into, uh, into Honolulu and, and other Hawaiian cities from, uh, from lots of points on the West Coast. Uh, you can get a good fare in Alaska. You can get a good fare on, uh, on Hawaiian. And you've put together a trip to Asia that, uh, uh, that really is at bargain rates. Well, this may be the good time to go to Hawaii, and not to Cooperstown, however. And I saw <laughs> Chicago is also down, too. Hey, Scott, thank you for dropping in and uh, uh, giving us an overview of summer airfares and, and even hotel prices. I appreciate it. Thanks. Good luck to you. Hope Absolutely. you have a nice good vacation this you. summer. You Scott too. McCartney. Take care, Scott. Scott McCartney writes the middle seat column for the Wall Street Journal. It's in every Thursday's Wall Street Journal, except when he's on vacay. Uh, check it out um, uh, at wsj.com. He's always, always got something interesting uh, to say. Uh, Visa did a study of uh, the travel intentions of people from 25 different countries for this coming year. And they found that most travelers are going to spend about 5% more on their trips. So the top spenders abroad are Saudis, who spend about $6,666 per trip. Australians come in at $4,100. Chinese at $3,800. Americans spend a paltry $2,500 per trip. But the U.S. is still the top choice of destinations, followed by the U.K., France, China, Singapore. Don't go away. Rudy Max's World will be right back after this break. Rudy Max's World is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Hey, folks, with summer vacation planning in full swing, have you thought about travel insurance? Our loyal sponsor, Travel Guard, offers valuable coverage that travels with you and your family. Travel Guard's available 24-7 with several plans to choose from. Covering medical emergencies and evacuations, travel delays and trip cancellations, lost luggage and more, Travel Guard's your lifeline away from home. Visit TravelGuard.com or RudyMaxa.com. Coverage limited by the terms and condition of the policy and may not be available in all states. Underwritten by National Union and Fire Insurance Company in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Non-insurance services provided by Travel Guard Group Incorporated. Several research studies show that people who are on the same diet and exercise program lose three to four times as much weight when taking 1,100 milligrams of pure green coffee extract than they do when not taking it. So if you are serious about losing weight, call Longevity Medical Clinic to order your bottle of pure green coffee extract at 866-869-6864 extension 1. That's 866-869-6864 extension 1 or order online at lmclinic.com. That's lmclinic.com. Participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. 33 minutes after the hour, I first met Philippe Lejeune when he was uh, running a restaurant called Les All in Washington, D.C. He has two restaurants called Les All in New York. One is uh, just a couple blocks down Central Park, excuse me, uh, Park Avenue South from Union Station. Another one way downtown, which I didn't even know about till we had dinner there. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, and he told me about a new project he was working on, which involves bringing uh, bottled water, spring water, uh, to the to uh, to patrons all over the world, 
And I sort of got interested in that because I've often thought about how water travels. And so I, I asked Philip to come on and talk about, uh, uh, talk about that generally. Philip, uh, there are some waters that come from Fiji and from France. And I think, don't you find that more and more people are going, wait a minute, is this really sensible hauling tons of water, some of them often in bottles, uh, from places you know, across oceans? Hey, Rudy, yes, indeed. And this is something that I had observed for uh, years and years, being in a restaurant business for uh, well, over 20 years now. And you have all this water, especially in a restaurant and hotel business. These are glass bottles. Uh, uh, this is for the high-end uh, hotels and restaurants, and people enjoy uh, so many brands coming from Europe and even from Fiji in those uh, fancy plastic bottles, and it, it really makes no sense. And so, you know, observing this for uh, years and years, I, I started doing some, some research and realized that in that market, the, the, the premium uh, mineral water and, and spring water, 98% of that water is imported from a destination that, that, I mean, from countries that are really far. And, of course, there is a cost to the environment, there is an economic cost, and, and this is, you know, more imports that, that we could uh, not, uh, not have just by having a spring and, and the water that would be equal, if not superior, to the import in quality. And uh, we sure have the technology to put uh, liquid in, in bottles. So Now, before, uh, so before we talk about what, where you found, because you did a lot of traveling to find your waters, we'll talk about your water in a moment, which is called American Summit. But first, just, just give me 30 seconds. There is a difference in how water tastes, isn't there? Oh, yes, very much so. Um, it it uh, usually depends on the mineral content. Uh, uh, the water travels through rocks, through granite, and acquires uh, through very slow percolation uh, minerals that will give it a, a different taste. And uh, water can be very heavily mineral mineralized, uh, like Evian, for example, uh, and there is this very heavy body to the, to the water, or it can be very light in uh, what's called the total dissolved solids, and uh, that's the content in mineral. And uh, like in Maine, for example, the water is very, very light uh, in minerals, and it, it tastes uh, uh, very different. And where you grow up usually determines what you like. Re that's interesting. All right, so you traveled for a long time looking for water that had not been drunk by someone else. <laughs> you were looking for the purest water you could find. Where did you find it for uh, your, your brand, American Summit, that you've just started? Yeah, it it, uh, it took me uh, a bit five years to to find uh, the spring I wanted. I, I did not want water from a well. Uh, most bodies of water uh, uh, in the ground are connected, and uh, most of them are polluted already, and or you know on their way to being polluted. Unfortunately, even if you are far from a city, the, the probability is that the aquifer is connected to the one that is right under the city with all the pollution occurring there. So I was, wanted, I w I was uh, looking for a spring that would be in a mountain. I wanted a mountain spring. I wanted something that was above tree pines and that would be totally unpolluted. And uh, so I travel a lot in, in Montana, Wyoming, California, Colorado, uh, uh, you know, West Virginia. I mean, I, I really went all over the, the, the country. And finally, I found something that uh, corresponded to what I wanted, uh, high in a mountain, very isolated mountain range. And I found that uh, uh, in the Beartooth Mountain Range, which is that uh, stretch of the, it's like a splinter from the Rockies, uh, 
in between Montana and, and northern Wyoming. It's about 300 miles long, 50 miles wide, and uh, with a, a more than 10 peaks above 12,000 feet. And it's, it's unknown. It's totally isolated. There is no big cities, no highway, no industry, nothing. It was a par- water paradise. And that is now what you put in a bottle called American Summit. Where is American Summit available? Um, in, uh, right now, American Summit is available in uh, Washington, D.C., in, in that metropolitan, uh, metropolitan region. It's available in, in uh, Wyoming, Utah, Montana, uh, Colorado, uh, California, in Los Angeles in particular, uh, uh, Las Vegas, Chicago. Uh, uh, so we, we started expanding our markets, and, and uh, people just love it. In fact, last week I was at the high-end bottled water show in, in Shanghai in China, and uh, they absolutely loved it there, and they loved the fact that it was an American water. Uh, so it's, it's, um, we are very happy with it. Well, it's about time American water went across some oceans. Uh, Philippe, uh, Philip, I, I know this is a travel show, but, you know, you travel to find that water to a lot of places, and water travels a whole lot. I find it fascinating, and uh, uh, after my dinner with you and talking with you down the air, I'll never look at a bottle of water quite the same way. I appreciate your joining us. Well, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Philippe Lejeune is a restaurateur based in New York. His restaurants are called Les Halles after the famous market in Paris, the food market that is no longer there. And he's also launched a, a brand of water called America's Summit, which I tasted uh, from mountains I've never heard of uh, between Montana and Colorado. Uh, check it out if you come, a, come across it and think about that water you're drinking and how far it's traveled. Stay with me if you if a June wedding is planned, or maybe even for next year, you might want to get married somewhere in the Caribbean. And my next guest, Susan Breslow Sardone, knows where you ought to go. Don't touch that dial. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800 387 8025 You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. If you want to work until you drop, reduce your standard of living in retirement or lose more of your hard-earned money in the stock market then just ignore me. But if you'd like to generate a steady, predictable income, I'm talking real wealth and financial security for as long as you live, then listen to this. A free report is now available that reveals the money-making secrets Wall Street and the banks don't want you to know. This report reveals how you can get guaranteed growth, safety, and wealth-building power without risking your hard-earned money in the Wall Street casino. How you can bypass banks and credit cards and become your own source of financing. And how to get the money you need when you need it, simply by asking for it. This is the best way to have a 100% secure retirement and know your money will last as long as you do. And it beats the pants off any IRA or 401k. To learn more about this method and to get your free special report, visit bankonyourself.com right now. That's bankonyourself.com www.bankonyourself.com With over 900,000 products and 31 diverse product categories, Granger is basically an anything-you-need supply buffet. We've got everything from safety and electrical products to hardware, hand tools, and more. So you can efficiently purchase exactly what you need from one source, saving time and trouble. And just to be sure, the buffet thing was a metaphor. Please don't eat the stuff. Buy your supplies smarter. Just call, click Granger.com, or stop by a branch today. Granger, for the ones who get it done. I will never forget the day my son Jeremy told me he hated me and slammed the door in my face. I'm behavioral therapist Janet Lehman. Behavior problems can turn the child you love and your life into a nightmare. 
That's why my husband James and I created the Total Transformation, the step-by-step program that shows you how to fix the worst behavior problems and get your child to respect and listen to you again. No matter what the behavior, defiance, backtalk, angry outbursts, disrespect, we can help you stop it. Now you can get the Total Transformation for free. All you need to do is get the program and let us know how it works for you. You can keep it forever for free. Limited number of free programs available. Call now. 1-800-458-1033. 1-800-458-1033. That's 1-800-458-1033. 1-800-458-1033. Several research studies show that people who are on the same diet and exercise program lose three to four times as much weight when taking 1,100 milligrams of pure green coffee extract than they do when not taking it. So if you are serious about losing weight, call Longevity Medical Clinic to order your bottle of pure green coffee extract at 866-869-6864, extension 1. That's 866-869-6864, extension 1. Or order online at lmclinic.com. That's lmclinic.com. Got a question or comment? Need advice? Jump on board now by calling the show at 800-387-8025 or visit the show anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Got a June wedding planned? Well, maybe for next year or even for this year. Maybe maybe you can do it on short notice. There's a woman who would know. Her name is Susan Breslow Sardone. She is uh, the master of romantic uh, trips and advice on romantic getaways. In fact, romantic getaways is her Facebook Name You can find her on the web at honeymoons.about.com. And I, I know there are different rules about getting married in Caribbean islands, and I wanted Susan to sort of weigh in on where that might be uh, a little easier to do than, than, than not, and also make sure they're nice places as well. Susan, welcome back to Rudy Max's World. Nice to have you aboard today. Thank you, Rudy. All right, I know I'm, I don't want to step on you any more of your time because I know you made a little list for us. Um, first of all, I, I'm right. There are some rules that are, that are very difficult uh, in order to get legally married in a Caribbean. There are some places where the rules are difficult in order to get married in a Caribbean, and somewhere it's easier. Am I right? That is correct. Okay, um, talk to me. Well, first of all, I want to uh, point you and your listeners to a relatively new website, which is called CaribbeanTravel.com. It is um, the official website of the Caribbean, and under its uh, aegis, it's got um, all the major islands listed there. And you can simply click on Destinations, pick your island, and it will have um, the marriage requirements. Oh, great. So you can just go there and compare, um, which I did a couple of days ago. And what I found was that the easiest place to get married seems to be Barbados because there's no waiting period. Really? So a June wedding could be planned? Um, I think a modest one would be entirely possible. Right, and it's only early May, so you've got plenty of time. (laughs) That's right. And um, Barbados is south of the traditional hurricane zone because we know hurricane season starts in the Caribbean June 1. So uh, you don't really want to start your uh, marriage off with a hurricane. No, you can end it that way, but not start it that way, right? (laughs) (laughs) Of course, I don't speak from any experience at all. So, Um, And and then there are islands where you have to wait like months or you have to do all kinds of paperwork and so on, right? Well, um, I was actually surprised that the islands that that have the closest ties to the United States 
don't make it quite as easy. Um, for instance, in Puerto Rico, there's no waiting period, but you need to get a health certificate issued on the island and also have a blood test taken 10 days before the marriage. Okay, okay. Um, and similarly, in um, the USVI, there's an eight-day waiting period. So I might look at, if I were in a rush, I would look at uh, islands such as the Bahamas, where there's only a one-day residency, or Jamaica also is uh, 24 hours. So interesting that they're so different. You'd think for, for business purposes they'd, they'd all sort of try to make it as easy as possible. Right, but it's not unified. There are um, a couple of basic pieces of documentation that a couple needs anywhere. They need to be able to produce proof, proof of citizenship, a copy of the birth certificate, um, parental consent if uh, one or both are under 18 years of age, and then if you've been divorced, you need the uh, original divorce certificate, and widows and widowers need a certified copy of a death certificate. And that's pretty much across the board. Okay. And are there a couple islands you would you would recommend, uh, just because they're absolutely f great islands? I mean, Bar you mentioned Barbados has no waiting period. Uh, pleasant place to go. Are there a couple others? Well, um, the Bahamas is right after the after Barbados, and that's just one day. And what I like about the Bahamas, not only is it so easy to get to, I mean, it's probably it's very, very close to Miami. Um, you have such a range of accommodations there. You can choose Atlantis, which has, you know, so much going on with their huge water park and their dolphin habitat. Right. Or you can go very upscale to the one and only the one and Club. only club. Right. Or um, you can go to uh, the all-inclusive Sandals Emerald Bay, which started life as a Four Seasons resort. So uh, there's a lot of different types of properties to choose from. All right, Barbados, uh, the Bahamas, uh, our Jamaica. Flight. Jamaica, okay. Jamaica, who doesn't love Jamaica? All right. Um, and uh, St. Lucia, which is such a pretty island. That is a beautiful island. You know, yes. I, uh, there's just something about those two mountains that uh, you look up from the water and you see them from almost anywhere. And green, green mountains, as I recall. That's right, that's right. You know, beautiful places. Well, Susan, terrific. Thank you for your tip sheet. I appreciate it. Okay, happy weddings, everyone. Thank you. Susan Breslow Sardone <laughs> knows all about romance. You can follow her on Twitter at Susan Breslow, B-R-E-S-L-O-W. And uh, she's on Facebook at Romantic Getaways. And her website is honeymoons.about.com. When we come back, well, we're going to talk about why air shows in the United States aren't going to be what they used to be. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. 52 after the hour. You know, every year in the United States, there are about 300 air shows. People love to go to air shows. But things are going to be a little different this summer. And the reason is that magic word from Washington, sequestration. The federal cutback in, uh, uh, the, the budget, cutback in the federal budget 
has led to the military deciding that two of its elite jet teams, you know them, the Navy's Blue Angels, or you've heard of them anyway, the U.S. Air Force's Thunderbirds, they're grounded this summer. No money to put fuel in the planes. Uh, my guest, John uh, Cudahy, is the president and CEO of the International Council of Air Shows. It's a Virginia-based trade association, obviously representing the interests of the North American air show community. Uh, John, welcome to Rudy Max's World. Tell us how dire the situation is. Well, as it relates to the military's participation in air shows, it's, it's kind of an all-or-nothing proposition. We've gone from pretty heavy participation uh, from the U.S. military to, to virtually nothing this year. But there's still quite a lot of great entertainment available at uh, uh, more than 250 air shows around the country this year. Why, why the complete cessation of, of, these, uh, uh, of, of the military? Why their involvements? I mean, couldn't they have cut it by 10% or 20% as uh, whatever sequestration called for? That, that Rudy, I, I would like to get you back here in Washington with us, and you can roam the halls of Congress with me. John, I lived there the, for 40 years, as a, and many of those as a Washington Post reporter, so I know, I, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> I, uh, that is a very reasonable suggestion, and that's precisely the suggestion that we've been making to Congress and to the uh, Department of Defense. So far, that has not uh, had a, a receptive ear in D.C. here. I presume they say to you, well, look, this isn't important for our national defense, and so we have to keep the money there, so we're going to cut more, more drastically here and make it an all-or-nothing proposition with uh, the Thunderbirds, the, uh, uh, the Blue Angels, and others. Effectively, yes. That's that, what they that say to you, right. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, uh, I gather that there are some air shows that are just canceled entirely because that without those headliners, they don't feel they can make it a, a viable financial proposition. Some cancellations. Uh, we're the, about 30 of the shows that would have hosted either the Blue Angels or the Thunderbirds uh, canceled, but but more than half of those shows have gone on, and and virtually probably closer to 80 percent of the co shows uh, across the country are still going to happen, including some very uh, entertaining uh, destination type of air shows on in waterfront communities in our major cities, as as well as a, a lot of. Uh, country shows, small air shows in, in local communities uh, all across the United States. Is there a website, John, where where one could go and find out about where air shows are? Because it's a great reason to take a trip to go to one. Exactly. There's we have a website. It's called it's www.airshows a i r s h o w s dot aero a e r o airshows okay, airshows dot aero a e r o. That's a okay. Great. Well, that's that's easy enough. Um, wh what are the folks who fly for the Blue Angels and Thunderbirds doing, do you suppose, the pilots? Well, they, they have, uh, in addition to their flying responsibilities, they have community outreach responsibilities, and they are ramping that up as they uh, slow down some of their, their flying responsibilities. And you mean they you mean they go and speak to classes? Is that what you're talking about? Uh, classes, and uh, I, I know that uh, both the Blue Angels and the Thunderbirds have been involved in some Habitat for Humanity work, uh, autograph signing, and so forth. And last question: Are you continuing lobbying to try to get some of them back in the air for a little, at least a little, a few of the shows? We are, and and if your listeners are eager to see the teams back in the air, we would encourage them to contact their senators and congressmen and let them know that, uh, as you suggested, a a proportional cut is a reasonable thing to do, but putting the putting the teams on the ground and cutting military's participation by 100% is a, is a bit too much. Well said. Hey, John, thank you for dropping by. 
You bet. Thank you, Rudy. John Cuddy is the president and CEO of the International Council of Air Shows. If you'd like to know where an air show might be that you'd like to go visit, or, I mean, if it was one near you or travel to, go to airshows.aero. Now, you know, in the last segment of the hour, we normally do deals. Let me just tell you about something here. Uh, until the end of this month, U.S. Airways will sell you frequent flyer miles. There's no breaking news about that. Airlines do it all the time. But they're going to give you a 100% bonus. And you can buy, you know, 5,000, 10,000. You can buy up to 50,000 miles. Now, if you buy 50,000 miles, U.S. Airways will give you 100,000 miles. Is this a good idea? Well, it'll cost you about $1,900. That's a scary number, isn't it? It's a scary number until you think, what can I do with those 100,000 miles? If you shop carefully... You can get a business class ticket to and from London and New York, or, well, anywhere in the United States. That would cost you more than $4,700. Suddenly, $1,900 does not look outrageous. Maybe you've always wanted to go to South Africa. If you can accumulate another 10000 and have a total of 110,000 U.S. Airways miles, you can get a free business class, well, free, a business class round-trip ticket that, in, a, in effect, will cost you about $2,000 by buying those miles. If you paid for that business class ticket round trip from the United States to South Africa, $8,000. That makes buying those miles a no-brainer. And remember, when U.S. Airways uh, joins American Airlines, your miles, I'm sure, will transfer one-to-one. They'll become American Airlines miles, and American has an inter- a large international route uh, network as well. So if you're thinking of taking a major trip overseas and you want to go business class, I think buying 50,000 miles on U.S. Airways, getting 100,000 miles, I know 1,900 is a steep uh, price to swallow, but I'm going to do it because I'll use it for business class fare and save thousands down the road. If your station is leaving us after this first hour of Rudy Max's World, it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart, but we'll see you here again next week. Meanwhile, we'll take about a six-minute break. We'll be back with another hour of Rudy Max's World. Hope you're with me. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, and as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.